Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. I'm Debbie Kurlitis, your host, and thanks for joining us again this week. Right, Every week we gather together to inspire, encourage, and educate each other in our journey through motherhood. We believe that liberty begins at home and that you, Mama, you are raising the next generation of patriots. And what an incredible calling that is. On the top of the show, I want to go ahead and invite you to sign up for our mom memo. This is how we communicate with you. This is our weekly newsletter. It gives you all the updates, all the information. So go to our website, momsforamerica.us, sign up for the mom memo. Also kind of go around our website. It's amazing resource center. Um, this is how we'll stay connected. Also, please um, become a podcast subscriber, YouTube, we're on all various formats. We're now on Rumble. We've been added to the Charisma Podcast Network. So that is always um, is an exciting announcement as well. Um, sharing the podcast with your other mama friends. We hope that each of these podcasts help moms in their journey through motherhood. That's really what we want to do. We want to inspire them. When you listen to other moms and their stories, it just resonates with us because we're all moms changing our world for better. We are raising our kids to be the best um, America-loving, God-fearing kids um, that we can. So here we go. Looking at the new year of 2022, we know that the battle for life and the fight to protect the most vulnerable will be on the front lines. The Supreme Court's upcoming decision may shift the abortion landscape and even overturn Roe v. Wade. The need to help support and provide pregnant mothers with life-saving assistance for their babies will be of the utmost importance. Today, we have a special guest on the show um, that is working to help moms choose life over abortion, and then not only choose life, but then help them in their journey through their pregnancy and obviously bringing that little baby to their home or putting it up for adoption, whatever it may be. Emily Burning and her husband founded LetThemLive.org. Yes, that's LetThemLive.org, a non-for-profit dedicated to saving babies and financially helping moms in crisis pregnancies. So this is going to be a great show. Um, this is a, a, a gal that is helping mamas all across the country. Welcome, Emily, to the Moms for America podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Deb. Oh, you're such a cutie. I did. I had a great little conversation with you yesterday and I'm inspired by what you're doing and, and what God has put on your heart. So that is just amazing. Amazing. We feel the same way. Nathan and I are really excited to, you know, be in this position and, and very, very proud that God um, chose us to be in this position. So he sure did. So tell us about this. You just said about your husband. Um, what a beautiful calling this is to be helping moms and to saving, saving babies. I mean, that's, that's not something that everybody's doing every day. Although I know that us as moms, we're always trying to help people in a crisis situation. We're always trying to help moms, you know, with their, their, their children and their babies and, and whatever situations they're, that they're um, dealing with. But what prompted you to start Let Them Live? How did this calling begin in your heart? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I can't even really pinpoint it. Um, when I was in college, I that's when I really started becoming um, pro-life. I mean, I'd always been pro-life, but that's kind of when I figured it out for myself. Like, why am I even pro-life? Okay, yeah, this is, you know, this is what I believe. And I just, I don't know, I really started getting into it. I started skipping class to do activism on campus. Oops, you know, I, don't, I, don't tell your parents uh, that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> started like, 
just getting so passionate about the life issue. And then I don't know, literally, I feel like it was one day I, it just felt like this overwhelming feeling that you get. And maybe it was through prayer where it was just like, this is what you're supposed to do with your life. Like you're supposed to give your life to like save babies from abortion and help women. And I didn't know what that looked like at the time, but I knew the general, you know, the general, general idea of it was to just join the pro-life movement full time. So left the path that I had kind of set up for myself, um, and started, you know, pursuing the pro-life movement. And, um, after I met my husband, Nathan, um, you know, mm-hmm. through a series of events, we, we discovered that, um, let them live as it is today was our calling. You know, we actually got in touch with a mom. Uh, this is before we really figured out what let them live was going to do, but we got in touch with a mom who had been kicked out of her apartment. It was in the middle of December freezing. I mean, she's pregnant. She has other children. She don't, she doesn't even know how to put a roof over their head. They were living outside. I mean, it was really sad. We were put in touch with her and you know, the biggest question was, why is she considering abortion? Well, she can't afford her, even her rent. And of Mm. course she's in this mindset where she's thinking, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to bring another baby into this situation? And like many moms that we help, they just can't see to tomorrow. Um, and and isn't it, isn't it what you, you, you really built your, your organization on that there's a high percentage of moms, 73% of women look to abortion as an answer because of a fi- their financial crisis. And yeah. that you, if I understand this too correctly, you saw this as the obvious gap in the pro-life movement. That yeah. if, if, if we can't help the moms financially, and this is why they're turning to abortion because they can't, they feel that they cannot financially, which of course we can always really run and help these moms. Um, this was the gap that you wanted to fill. Yeah, this is the gap that we saw needed to be filled. I mean, the pro-life movement does so many great things and there's so many, so many different organizations filling different gaps in different areas. Um, but the biggest thing we were seeing was, oh my gosh, what we need to be asking is why women are walking into that abortion clinic in the first place. And when we found out right. 73%, it's because they, you know, are just having financial struggles. Like that's something that we can help with. And is it always that cut and dry? Is it always that black and white? No, there's a lot of other problems that go into it, but that's a huge, huge route that we've found. Um, and, and from that, we've been able to save hundreds of lives from abortion. So let's talk about this. What, um, how many moms a month are contacting you just general? And what are some of the stories that you're hearing from moms? Yeah, in the month of November, I believe we had 70 moms that um, that came to us, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's just kind of like raw data. So, um, you know, not not every single one of those moms um, ends up, um, you know, needing our help or even wanting our help, unfortunately. But um, you know, we we hear so many different stories from moms, oh, I'm sure. really, really impactful ones as well. One of the probably the um, the craziest story, just simply because. It, it felt like, you know, it, it's kind of a, it shows us how, how urgent these situations are with moms and how much we feel like we're running out of time sometimes. But we had a mom who was sitting in Planned Parenthood about to have the abortion. She had just had an ultrasound done and she was going to go back and get the abortion. And she was waiting while she was waiting for the abortion. She was on Instagram and she typed in a hashtag um, and it was like hashtag abortion and we popped uh-huh. up. And 
messaged us and our social media manager happened to see it, happened to get right in contact with the pregnancy counselor. And then the pregnancy counselor got in touch with this mom and said, Hey, like, can you call us? And she was so afraid. I mean, she's in Planned Parenthood. So we were like, Hey, just I'm go to the sure. You know, talk about a miracle, right? A miracle, a miraculous intervention. Yeah. I mean, the last minute and we got her, we were able to help her walk out of Planned Parenthood and, and financially support her. And I mean, that just shows us too. And that just shows people that look, Planned Parenthood, they are saying that they can help you fix this problem. But then when you're done, you're, you're done. Right. right. Like that's what they're saying. Like you can just leave. And there's, there's no more connection that Planned Parenthood has with anybody that comes through their doors. Nor them. do they want it. Right. No. They don't want it. But we're here, we're walking alongside these moms and we're saying, look, we're not going to leave you. And, and we've known moms for years after they've given birth because they're part of our family now, you know? Yes. So what are some examples of how you help financially with the moms? So you, I know you kind of hold fundraisers. This is obviously, and I want to get into some of the things uh, a little bit more specific, but how do you help them? What do you offer them? How do you come alongside them? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And it really depends on the mom and, and our whole idea at Let Them Live is to make a very unique um, kind of like tailored experience for moms because we understand that one size doesn't always fit all. Um, and, you know, we're willing to work with our moms and, and be really flexible with them to figure out a plan that works best for them. So right, rent, like rent or yeah, so we bills, have rent and bills. The most common ones are grocery bills, utility, car payments, rent, those types of things, your month to month bills. Okay. Um, but we have other, we have other, um, expenses that come up. Maybe moms want to, uh, continue their education and that's what's, you know, making them consider abortion so we can help them with that. But typically it's just your month to month bills and helping them with the baby registry as well. And that can really, that can really make all the difference. And you also partner with like the crisis pregnancy centers in their states. I mean, you kind of work collaboratively, right? Your, your, your main goal is getting the finances and getting them um, situated so they feel secure. Nobody really wants to be pregnant, having a baby, and then not knowing if they have a, a roof over their head. Exactly. Yeah. And we love collaborating because we realized that we could provide a lot for women um, mm -hmm. financially and, and emotionally and, and helping them with their, you know, resumes and, and as many life skills as we can, but we can't do it all. And we also realized that when women are pregnant, um, they need all the resources they can get if they're experiencing, you know, a crisis pregnancy um, and they need all the people possible to surround them. So we realize that and we love partnering with pregnancy centers and sidewalk counselors and um, other organizations. Life Options Network is a great organization we partner with um, because, you know, they have resources we don't. We have resources they don't. And, and that's what a beautiful partnership is all about, because we're all supposed to be surrounding these moms and getting them the help they need for their baby and their families. Right. I want to go ahead and mention your website again, letthemlive.org, correct? Yes. So if anyone knows of a mom in a crisis situation or this gets forwarded to someone that is in a crisis pregnancy situation, letthemlive.org would be able to come alongside and help. Again, our website is momsforamerica.us. And we will also have information about, you know, um, uh, the podcast and information that we can help our moms as well. So I want to get those two websites out so the moms can uh, write that down and connect with us. Has COVID caused even more despair for these moms? I mean, what, what has, I mean, it's crazy for people that are, you know, that have a job or that are in a secure situation with COVID because everything's so uncertain. What does COVID do to moms in a crisis pregnancy situation? COVID caused a frenzy. I mean, just in general. Unreal, you know, right? 
and then you're we were seeing like a, a shortage of wipes and diapers and you know but we we knew that in this crazy time we as an organization had to just remain like really steadfast and just really solid for our moms so we kept reassuring them like everything's going to be okay um but we saw a lot of a lot of our moms were laid off because they were in the service industry maybe they were waitressing and restaurants were closing. luckily now it seems like things are going back to normal maybe ish <laughs> um i do that in quotes because i'm not really sure but, um, you know, during that time, it was really difficult. And, you know, I was nervous because I'm thinking, well, maybe our donor base isn't going to be able to donate as much. Um, but we actually raised more than ever um, than we had before in, during that. People you know, are so generous, aren't they? They are because they, they realize are so generous. I have so much and I can give, you know, and, and we were able to just be that, that strong, um, that, that just that strength for women when they could, they could just keep coming to us. And that was really a huge blessing because I can't imagine how scary it would be to be in that situation and then not have anybody to turn to. And we want to be that for moms. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about um, the Supreme Court. Yeah. So the Supreme Court looks to be having a historical vote in 2022 um, on abortion rights. How would this affect your organization as you plan to help pregnant women across the country? If Roe v. Wade is overturned and the abortion rights are returned back to the states, and you're saying that possibly 22 states could restrict abortions um, in, in their states. So this is going to, the landscape of life um, is going to be different in 2022. A lot of people are saying, what about that for, for moms that are in a crisis situation if things change in their state? Um I'm sure the the pro-abortion folks are going to gear up in an incredible way to make sure that those women abort their babies, but we're trying to help them help them deliver their babies. What's this? What is this going to look like for for let them live? I mean, organizations, you know, I mean, let them live, and other organizations like us, we have to be even more vigilant. Every pro-life person needs to understand that getting Roe v. Wade overturned is legitimately just the very first step. And when it is overturned and it goes back to the states, we're going to have to be very, um, yeah, then what? Right. Very diligent at looking at, okay, which states are going to be protecting life, which states are not, and what the laws in each state are going to be, because you bet that Planned Parenthood is going to be educating women on those laws and saying, hey, oh, you can get an abortion in California. Oh, you may not be able to get one in Indiana, but you can travel to Illinois to get one, you know, things like that. So we need to be on top of that. We need to be there ready for our support. We need to be ready to help these moms um, because each state is going to pursue their own, um, you know, they're going to pursue their own laws regarding abortion. And then you have states like California that are saying they're going to be a sanctuary for abortion um, and provide women with, you know, uh, they're going to pay for women's abortions who can't afford it. Um, They're going to pay for travel, lodging, anything that is related to abortion access. So now organizations like Let Them Live, we are legitimately fighting for these. You're almost competing for this baby. We're competing for this baby. We're, we're now we're, our 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 focus is on the same group of women now that Planned Parenthood and all these abortion funds are going to be focusing on these women yes. that don't have the financial means. So now we're going to have to hustle harder. We're going to have to raise even more money because we are going to now have to, like you said, we're going to be in competition for these lives, and it's going to be even more intense than it is now. Um, but we're just going to keep doing what we do. I mean, every day we just you know, get, we just focus and we know what we have to do and we do it. And, and we're just going to keep praying and praying that, that, um, 
our offer of support is is enough and it's what mm-hmm. a mom really needs to hear and needs to to see happen in her life. I am I'm just sweetly overwhelmed about your passion and your love um, for life and for moms. I you know when you talk to people that have a calling, it just it's something they can't stop and it's not of our own doing. And I know that you know that this is so much bigger than you. Um, and so I'm just, I'm just want to just say um, how wonderful this is to see a young person saying, I'm going to help the babies. I'm going to help the moms. Boy. So let's talk about this here. Your organization has been shadow banned and canceled recently. It's one of the things I saw because I follow you on Instagram. Tell us about that story. I mean, this is it, not only are we fighting for the babies, not only are we, you know, fighting against this death culture. Now we got to fight against Facebook and all the social media platforms that really don't want our message out saying life matters. Moms, we want to help you. Um, so what happened to you with the canceling? Yeah, man, I feel like sometimes it, it, you know, if it's not, if it's not enough to be fighting against abortion, right. now we to like deal with all these other things. Um, <laughs> but shadow banning is essentially where um, our content can't be seen um, by, yeah. you know, fresh. What they did to us too. They, yeah. they took us down a couple times already. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you, I mean, our, our posts and things like that won't show up in people's feeds. Um, even if they type us in, in their search bar, we may not pop up right away. So it's pretty problematic on yeah. a couple of reasons. You know, our, we're, we're fundraising. Um, our fundraising efforts are mainly on social media. And we're also finding moms. Moms are finding us on social media. Like the one mom I told you about that typed in the hashtag. If, if we had been shadow banned at that point, she may not have found us. So it's really problematic because lives are on the line here. And I don't think that social media platforms like Facebook uh, understand that. Or maybe mm. they do. Or maybe they do. Maybe they do, and they know that. Um, so the the problem we were experiencing is apparently we had used a combination of words that had uh, triggered some sort of response to shadow ban, like COVID and abortion or something like that. And that was really bad for us. Um, and it's bad for every organization that experiences it. And it's it's just absolutely wrong. So they shut you down. Yeah, it's not right at all. And it took right. a long time for us to be able to get that shadow ban lifted. And it was so obvious when it was lifted because we were back to normal. Our fundraising right. numbers were back to normal. You know, our engagement was back up. It was down like 80%. I mean, it was right. bad. So. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure just having, well, anything life, um, pro-life, anything about saving the babies, let them live. I mean, this, right. this is probably something that they're kind of like um, okay about shutting down or making them a little bit more difficult to see. So unfortunately, so, but you're back up and really you're, you do fundraise a lot. So if anyone, I'm going to give moms an opportunity to, you know, to think about this because as moms, we want to help other moms in crisis situations. I might not be able to go help the gal somewhere in in, in my community because I don't know about her, but she's contacting you and then you are, are my hand extended. So what can moms do, um, to help moms in a crisis situation, I'd like to get a little bit of advice. What what do we say? How do we approach this situation? And then obviously, I know we can donate to your group, um, which I know some of our moms will. But how do we? What do we say? Where do we go with moms that are in a crisis situation? I'm guessing that someone's listening today. That somebody in their family is probably in a crisis situation. Maybe it's their daughter. Maybe it's a neighbor. I mean, crisis situation, crisis pregnancy situations are probably a lot more common. 
than many of us know. It's just, we don't have an opportunity to discuss it, but God puts people in our path, right? And we've got to be ready and willing to help. So what do we say to a mom in a crisis situation? Give us some advice. You're talking to them all the time, Emily. Yeah. yeah. Moms that are, that are facing a situation, um, like, you know, being pregnant, maybe their boyfriend just broke up with them and, or maybe they're in an abusive relationship, whatever it is, they're so fragile. Um, they're fragile yet strong, uh, fragile because of the current state they're in. But a lot of the moms that we work with have such a, a strength to them. And that's mm. really what you have to help them recognize. All we're doing is helping them recognize their true femininity, which is in carrying their beautiful baby and their true strength and helping to bring that out of them and show them that they can do this. The world is telling them they can't. Their yes. parents, their friends, their family, they're all telling them they can't. Planned Parenthood, the culture is saying, you can't finish college and have this baby. You can't be a single mom. You can't do it. And sometimes we're the only people saying they can. So if you just lead with love, so much love, um, letting these moms know that you are here for them and not even just saying it, but in your actions over time, they'll be able to trust you that you are there for them. And, and if you know a mom that's facing a situation where, you know, especially because of finances, but any situation where she's considering abortion, reach out to us and we'll help you and we'll, we'll guide you through it. And, and, you know, but letting moms know that you love them and that it's going to be okay and that they are capable is really the biggest thing I've seen. Um, and just being available to them, you know, for let them live. We don't take any time off. I mean, individually we do, uh, but we are available pretty much 24 seven, we have our hotline, which we have um, some of our counselors yeah. that are in California man it. Um, so that, it, you know, if a mom comes in really late, we're here on weekends, you know, we don't, don't have, um, we don't really uh, have any time off. So we want to be available to moms um, so that they know that they can come to us. So just being available. And, um, you know, if anybody listening to this is interested, you know, obviously donations are really big, um, a really big way that we can support our organization, but we also really need volunteers. And um, a lot of our pregnancy counselors are volunteers that are moms and they do an amazing mm -hmm. job. And if that's on your heart, um, that's something that we're always looking for or any other volunteer position we have. But I know that counseling, um, especially coming from a mom, mom to mom, yes, have that experience and, and you have that, um, you, you have that knowledge and you can say like, look, I've been there, you know, or we even have counselors who've had abortions and they can say, look, I've, I've done that. And you don't gone through the healing. Yes. You know? So that's always important as well, because, um, someone who's had an abortion and been through that and has been healed and, um, you know, can speak to a mom in that situation even more candidly than, than anybody else can just because of experience. So true. So true. And I think us as moms, we want to help, right? We want to help someone carry that baby full term, but we have to be able to offer advice and prayer and finances and organization. So that's why it's so incredibly important for what you're doing. And I know that our moms are going to jump in and, 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 and be a part of um, you know, your movement or the other movements, because we just, all of our moms, we just want we just want, we want the kids to, to have a beautiful life and we want those moms to have a beautiful experience. I mean, going through a crisis pregnancy is going to be a challenge, but there's so much help available. Let them live.org. 
so much stronger too. Uh, my favorite thing is when the babies are born, obviously, because they're so cute. But <laughs> and hearing from the mom, like I read the, um, the messages that a mom sends to her counselor, um, you know, once the baby is born or maybe kind of when she's out of that rough patch that she's in. And just the strength and what I'm reading is like, oh my gosh, this mom is like so grateful and so, you know, so capable. And it's just, I don't know, it's just very empowering, you know, and you want to talk about true feminism, like it's right here. <laughs> it is. Oh, Emily, you are a sweetheart. Would you say hello to your husband and tell the moms for America loves him too? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and we're going to put your organization on as one of our affiliates so we can let moms know about your um, your passion and your help um, to moms in a crisis pregnancy. So we'll make sure we get that out. We'll make sure we people, let people know about this podcast and moms, uh, let them live.org um, is, it, is a place where you can help on multiple levels. And again, who knows this week, you over the next couple of weeks, you may run into someone at crisis pregnancy center, but just being there with love and understanding and hope and answers. That's all we need to provide um, I think sometimes we make it more complicated than it is. Yeah, yeah it's true. You don't need a, a degree to show love and compassion, you know, and you don't have to worry. And, and, and whenever I'm talking to a mom, I just say, Holy Spirit, please guide my words. Uh, these are your words, not mine. I'm just a vessel. That's um, right. So that helps. You can always pray that. And, and God will always give you the words and the direction that you need. Um, mm-hmm. because you're doing his work. Every, every single one of us that's in the pro-life movement. Um, it's directly from God and um, it's good. It's good. It is good. It is good. It's so good. It is righteous. I love it. Well, God bless you, babe. I'm just excited to, to hear about where God brings this organization. And I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you and your team and, and what you're doing. This is amazing work. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're so excited to share with you and we're just going to keep doing what we do. So (laughs) that's it. All right, moms, a little bit of business before we go. Thanks, Emily. I just loved chatting with you. This is um, things like this. I just, it just warms my heart because it's just, wow, it's a life, you know, this changes literally their future. Um, so moms, before we go, I want to remind you to check out the cottage meeting project, which is our signature project. It's 12 inspiring lessons that will teach you about America's history and heritage, the principles of liberty, help you build a foundation of freedom in your family and your community. Again, Moms for America is a national movement of mothers fighting for truth, family, freedom, and the constitution. And we believe that every life matters. We believe that you have the most incredible job on earth of raising your children. It's amazing. Um, moms, if you have uh, someone that's in a crisis pregnancy center or um, would like, you think would this would be a very helpful podcast, would you please share this? Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff with the podcast. And again, moms, we believe that you are the heartbeat of your home. Stay strong, stay healthy, stay focused. Let's keep teaching and loving and training our kids. Let's be world changers. Let's help those that are in a crisis pregnancy center keep their baby. What an amazing thing to be a part of. We're glad you joined us again, moms, and let's keep changing our world one home at a time. Thanks again for joining Moms for America podcast.